Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. I'm Roger Manus. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios at the Rome News Tribune in downtown Rome. And welcome to Rome Business Radio, where we celebrate the businesses of Rome and Northwest Georgia. we got a great show for you today. We are joined by Stephanie Searcy, the VP of Economic Development at Georgia Northwestern Technical College. How are you doing, Stephanie? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Great. Thanks for being here. We're also joined by Greg and Lee Cosater of Interim Healthcare. How are you guys doing? Doing very well today. Thank you for having us. So, you know, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Did you want to chime in there, Greg? No, I just wanted to say thank you for having us also. <laughs> so like-minded people, married, right? Correct. <laughs> married in Rome, Georgia, actually, at St. Mary's Church 37 years ago. Well, c- uh, congratulations. Uh, so, uh, Stephanie, where are you from? So I'm originally from Blue Ridge, Georgia. Okay. Uh, currently living in Cartersville, but I travel all over northwest Georgia. So I'm definitely a mountain girl and love Rome as well. Yeah, I, I would imagine you travel all over the place representing GNTC. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about it is what you do there as vice president of economic development. What does that mean? Oh gosh, I'm going to try to uh, uh, keep that to short time frame. <laughs> so um, Take your time. It's a podcast. We got all day. <laughs> So with the technical college, um, you know, we have the credit side of the school and then we have the non-credit side. Um, And simply what that means with the credit programs, we have our technical certificates of credit, our diplomas and our degrees. Um, And so that's state mandated curriculum that's taught on all of our um, six campuses that serve our nine counties in northwest Georgia. So, um, you know, that's uh, institutionally developed curriculum approved by the state. Um, and so that's curriculum that cannot be manipulated, that, you know, has to occur over semesters, certain time frame, et cetera. So through my department, we um, offer non-credit training. And what that means, we partner with companies in the region. We um, partner with individuals that need specific training to where we can customize curriculum. We can maybe take um, some of our certificates or diplomas and degrees and maybe take from that objectives or components um, and tailor that uh, training to meet specific needs of companies directly through contract training or develop some open enrollment courses through our continuing education programs to cater to individuals specifically that want to upskill themselves. So literally, you can work with a business to customize a coursework load curriculum to create graduates uh, that would fit that need of that business. Yeah, we, um, we can do that. Um, we really always promote our credit side of the school first because sure. why recreate the wheel? Right. Um, but there are times when, you know, companies have a certain time frame or they need training to take place on their company site or what have you. They have a specific need that where our credit programs may not be the best fit. So through economic development, we come in, we try to tailor solutions. Um, so um, that's kind of how we help fill a gap, if you will. And in addition to that, you know, our credit program really and truly is what provides the grad- graduates. We can come in and we can help companies, existing employees, upskill them to maybe they get promoted oh. within. Um, or we can also help, um, you know, f- maybe folks that are displaced or out of work due to no fault of their own. Or maybe we can work with high school graduates that have no plans for post-secondary. Or um, really the sky's the limit. We really just try to listen to 
know what the need is out there, partner with other various state agencies or nonprofit organizations and just develop programs that really help cater to special populations. A lot of options. Oh, Sounds yeah. like a lot it's of options. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's really creative. <laughs> okay. Uh, switching gears here. Interim Healthcare, Greg and Lee Cosader. Who does who's the spokesperson here? <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try and be <laughs> just just t- tell us tell us it is a little bit about what you do the, right. the, the core services at interim health care well just to kind of give you a background interim health care has been in in existence in the nation since 1966 it's the oldest home care company in the nation um, greg and i have moved back to rome in the past couple of years and we have um, opened a franchise here in northwest georgia mm-hmm. to service um Mainly seniors who want to stay in their homes uh, for whatever reason. Maybe they are not as independent as they used to be, and maybe they need some additional help. Maybe with um, things from um, bathing, grooming, transportation, um, any any services um, to help daily living skills um, to be successful and stay in in their home. So it's not healthcare. It's not medical. We, it's 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 helping them live normal lives, helping people. We do, do we we do have nurses on staff, okay, as well as caregivers who are who are certified CNAs or PCAs through the state of Georgia, um, and all of our all of our caregivers are supervised by our nurses. Um, our services we don't provide skilled services such as physical therapy, occupational therapy, those those services, but um, essentially our goal is whether. Whether someone is in a home that they've been in for 50 years, maybe they've moved to a continuing care facility, or maybe they've moved in with a relative, um, but they are not as independent as they used to be, then those are the type of services that we would provide for them. Greg, what is what is y'all's background? Um, great question. So I'm actually a registered pharmacist who have been in the healthcare industry for about 40 years. Um, Lee is a speech-language pathologist and uh, mostly has worked with pediatric populations and early childhood populations, but she's had a lot of experience through geriatrics. We both had family experiences with um, home care services. Um, some of it was good. Some of it was bad. So we really had a commitment and dedication when we moved back to Rome that we wanted to help the community. And we think most seniors are happier when they're in their own home as opposed to going to a facility. But we also work with patients that are in facilities, assisted living facilities. We work with hospice organizations um, because sometimes those organizations, um, they don't have the opportunity to provide some of the services that we provide. So we try to be more all-inclusive and work collaboratively with other healthcare organizations. So um, is this a calling? I think it is. I, I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my background... My, my background has been primarily in pediatrics, but I spent a tremendous amount of time coordinating different programs, helping parents problem solve how they could um, receive assistance or get the, get the um, appropriate services for um, their children. But now as we've gotten older and we see the need with the older population, it's the same type situation. How do you problem solve? We are finding with 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 our work that we're doing now, there's so many people that aren't aware of what services are out there, not just our services, but home health care services, hospice services. And so our goal is to provide 
um, very good, appropriate caregiving services to our clients. But also, if if they need other services, we'd like to be that organization that would help them find those other services as well. She mentioned problem solving, Stephanie. It sounds like that's a lot. It, it's a different industry, obviously, but that's what a core of what you do every day would be. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and in what ways? Can you expand upon that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Um, we offer, we're very, we have flexible offerings. Um, and it's so funny. I hear problem solving a lot. Um, you know, a lot of companies, we get a lot of requests for leadership training, um, employability skills training and problem solving, critical thinking and problem solving, creative problem solving is, is a request we get a lot of. Um, so we'll, we'll, um, offer that training, you know, for frontline supervisors that are going from peer to leader transition or if you will, but you hit the, the nail on the head where there's, there's this awareness component because we too feel that as well, where a lot of employers or simply citizens are not aware of what opportunities are available to them in the form of training, in the form of resources. And our role, we feel, you know, it's incumbent upon us to just get out there and make ourselves known. Are you aware of what the technical college can provide? And are you aware of what incentives are available? And, um, you know, there seems to we're still combating the misconception of what technical education is in this day and age. Well, that's, let me let me interject yeah. there. You mentioned the credit curriculum earlier mm-hmm. um, and you just mentioned misconceptions. Give me some specifics. What 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 are we training people in at GNTC? Oh, man. So, you know, we have our industrial systems technology programs, our welding programs. Um, and, and it's just not technical education. It's you know, manufacturing in general, healthcare in general, it's just, you know, um, and really I can only speak from manufacturing, um, the industrial trades, if you will, because that's really all that my career's been in, Mm -hmm. but it's not smokestacks and it's not dirty jobs anymore. It is high tech positions that are paying extremely well because these these jobs are so high in demand and they're having such a difficult time filling them because graduates aren't equipped with the foundational skill sets to fill these entry-level positions Mm -hmm. anymore. And so through our programs like our industrial systems technology, um, industrial maintenance positions, welders are in so high in demand, um, you know, just right when they graduate, I mean, employers now are coming to speak to our students in classes and, you know, um, showing them where to apply for positions even before they graduate. You know, a lot of times we get asked from um, communities and employers, you know, how many students are you graduating a year? Well, you know, we it's kind of hard to say because employers are picking them out at, that we have so many exit points within our technical college because, you know, when they get their certificates, employers get them you know, right, right. away. Um, or, you know, wow. we, we want them to pursue their diploma and degree. That would be great. But man, when they get that certificate, employers snatch them up right away. And we want them to pursue their education and so forth. And employers will pay to do that. But I mean, when you really lay out all the resources and when you look at HOPE and HOPE career grants that are available that can essentially offset 100% of your tuition costs, an individual a male or female could graduate with an associate degree with little to no debt and making a minimum of 50 grand a year starting out and their employer probably pay 
to have them go get their four-year degree. You know, I'm like, man, I wish I would have known this whenever <laughs> I was entering well, into the work. Well, well, yeah, well, we're going to come back around to uh, yeah. how you got through your college. Uh, and, and later, later in the well, I'm show. very thankful how I did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, scholarship athlete. There's your hint. Uh, what size workforce do you guys have over interim healthcare? Is it is it the two of you plus? <laughs> we have our lovely office manager Ta- okay. Tanya Murphy, who keeps but keeps she very much keeps us in line. And then we do have nurses, and and as I said, we have caregivers. Um, and essentially. The target market that we're looking at right now is the immediate Rome area, Floyd County, Polk County, Gordon County, and Chattooga County are, are the areas that we're targeting right now. But our territory actually runs all the way to the Tennessee line. So pretty much from Whitfield County, uh, west of 75, all the way to Tennessee. So we are looking for caregivers up in the north, truly in the northwest Georgia area. We um, um, hope to expand we are being being very cautious as far as who we do hire. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our caregivers are background checked, drug screened. Um, they all go through mandatory orientation. Um, we also have have we're very proud of to be part of interim health care because since they've been in business for so long, they have a tremendous amount of opportunity for continuing education with our caregivers. We have what's called um, Interim Learning University, and part of that is a wonderful program based upon Tipa Snow, who is a wonderful Alzheimer's dementia um, expert, and all of our all of our um, continuing ed programs in that in the Alzheimer's dementia area are based on her positive approach to dementia, and so we uh, we encourage all of our caregivers to um, participate in that. Um, and, and that's, so we're really proud to, to have that opportunity for our caregivers. Greg, one of the things you guys said, you, you bought this franchise. When was it again? I'm sorry. So this past fall. Okay. So part of any business is marketing it to let people know who you are, what you do. Uh, what have been the biggest challenges there, Greg, for you guys, as you have gotten this franchise and getting it up and going? Yeah, there's some really great companies in, you know, the Floyd County area that provide similar services that, that we provide. So that's one of the key things that we've had to do is differentiate ourselves between our competitors. And and we really feel that we're part of the community and what we're really doing. We're taking, you know, we're advertising with local papers, you know, you know, we're advertising on the local radio stations. But most importantly, we're working with organizations such as the Alzheimer's and Dementia Group. You know, the Alzheimer's Walk, I'll give a shout out to them. The Rome Walk is November 7th this year. So we're actually one of the corporate sponsors for the Alzheimer's Walk. Um, we're also looking for other organizations. Um, we're going out and visiting with nursing homes, assisted living facilities. We're meeting with hospices. We've met with some of the um, other facilities in town just to let them know. So Lee and I have really spent a lot of time um, working with the local communities. There's an organization, um, the Business Niche, and then there's also the uh, Senior Promo Council. The Senior Promo Council, which is a group of 
like-minded individuals that want to work in furthering the educational status of what's going on in Floyd County from a senior perspective. So we're looking to work with all of these organizations. And to be honest with you, it's, it's time-consuming, and that's why we have a good office manager that takes care of Lee's schedule and my schedule so that we can go out and do this. I mean, this is the third appointment we've had this morning. We're so grateful to be here. But this gets our message out about what we're doing and how we're trying to do it. But we really want to be a steward of the community. That's important to us. We moved back to this community a little over two years ago because we wanted to be part of this community because we think this community is a great community. And you're both born here, right? Lee was born here. I was here. born and raised here. Okay. Uh, and then met at the University of Georgia? We did. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you were there during the Herschel years. So uh, you saw a national championship. And I'm still waiting on the next national championship, <laughs> hopefully this year. <laughs> I was gonna say, we've, we've said that for years, but I, I am with you. Let's, let's not have. wait too much longer. Uh, speaking of college athletics, we're going to get off topic here. Uh, Stephanie, uh, you were a scholarship basketball player at Kennesaw State. Is is that correct? Yes. Just tell me about that experience. Oh, man. Um, well, I actually first started playing basketball when I was in second grade. Mm-hmm. And um, I can remember, I, you know, actually, actually remember my father enrolling me in it. And I just wanted to play because my cousins were enrolled in sports and I felt left out and I wanted to just enroll in something. So I remember my father uh, driving me back home and he looked back and he said, now, Stephanie, he said, um, now you can't quit in the middle of the season. If you don't like it, you can stop playing after the season, but you just got to stick it out. Okay. And I thought, man, I hope I really do like this. And ended up playing till my senior year in college. Uh, so, um, so yeah, played all the way through high school, um, in Fanning County and then went on a full ride to Kennesaw State. Um, actually had verbally committed to Auburn University my junior year in high school, but tore my ACL and I was more of a second line string recruit. So I was damaged goods. And uh, (laughs) so then ended up going to Kennesaw and um, then actually was only able to play two of my four years there because I ended up tearing my ACL two more times Wow! while I was there. So, um, yeah, actually still technically have a year of eligibility left. <laughs> still got the jump shot. Yeah, the- <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure my skills have been passed on to another because it's been a decade <laughs> since I've last played. So, <laughs> uh, but it was fun. W- uh, what skill set did you learn playing oh, team sports gosh. that translates into your work life every day? Oh man, I've learned so much has transferred over. Um, just, and I, I know this is kind of vague, but just the aspect of teamwork, like literally you can't do it all yourself, especially, um, you know, in managing a department, I'm relatively a new supervisor and um, you cannot do everything yourself. You have to rely on other people to do their job. And so I relate to basketball so much, especially in regards to defense, um, especially (laughs) a zone defense. I mean, when you drop down to cover the defender over here, if the other teammate doesn't drop down to fill your spot, I mean, the whole thing falls apart, right? Right. Or if you're doing a full court press and you don't, you know, cover your spot and the individual doesn't help drop down, I mean, it just doesn't work. And so, Greg and um, Lee, are you, y'all following this? Oh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, you know, really, um, and building people up, you know, knowing, right. knowing how to, um, 
recognize other people's strengths and um, then also recognize others' weaknesses and knowing your weaknesses too and um, and your limitations and um, and being able, able to ebb and flow with that. Um, and so just carrying over that that teamwork has really helped me so much in the workplace. And, you know, because I will be honest with you, playing sports in high school and in college is very different. It's, it's not necessarily fun in college. It's a job. Right. And, um, and so you learn time management skills, demanding hours, demanding. I mean, there are expectations. And so that was really helpful on entering the workplace because it was sort of the same expectations, you know, if you don't, do well then because there's no such thing as a four-year scholarship that's correct yeah they, uh, they, re- they renew them every year every year that's right. so if you don't meet the expectations or if you don't do well on your performance review then <laughs> well, well, welcome to the real world <laughs> <laughs> so yes it does translate doesn't it yes it, it does what what um what do people not know about georgia northwestern technical college that they should know uh, like where your campus is, you mentioned various oh, yeah. places and things like that. Educate me. Oh yeah, well, so we have six campuses. Um, we have they're located um, in Ringgold, um, Rock Spring, Dalton, um, Rock Mart, um, and Calhoun. Okay. I'm so glad I named all those. Um, oh, I'm, am I living one? Rome? Rome, Rome Gosh, of course. right there, Rome, of course. Um, and. Um, and we approximately have 6,400 students across all campuses, okay. so fairly large. Um, I think one thing people may not realize about Georgia Northwestern is it's such a servant-oriented technical college. Like, it really gives back to the community through food banks. Um, it just really serves its students. Um and just the faculty and the staff are are just awesome. It's It's a big family, too. And I've just really been blown away. Just by, um, you know, just what all the technical college does for its students. It really does. I mean, all the unknowns, what, what you get to see behind the closed doors. That's, that's very nice. Um, yeah. She mentioned uh, the fact how they're connected to the community. And you guys had touched on that earlier as part of what you want to do as part well, of your business, growth. I have to admit, just sitting here listening to you and, and especially the non-certified part, of your description, I'd love to talk to you as far as <laughs> I was just how, thinking. I want we can exchange yes, we, business we cards because we, we want to start up a CNA program, a non credit CNA program. I, I would love to talk. Rome. Yes, <laughs> welcome to Rome Business Radio, where deals get yeah, done. Yes, <laughs> just sitting here listening to you, and I thought, oh my gosh, I got to make sure before you leave that yes, we ma'am. that we do definitely need to talk. Well, that, that was actually very heartwarming for me to hear because part of what Business Radio wants to do, we want to help businesses grow by connecting people, mm-hmm. which is why we do these shows where we bring in different types of businesses because y'all did not know each other. It's a, it's, it's a cocktail mixer without the cocktails because we just want people to connect and share their stories. I know I'm on my podium about what it is we're trying to do here, but for everybody to grow their businesses by connecting and who knows, maybe y'all will do business with each other. And, Definitely. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing to know. Let's talk about Rome a little bit as since you were born and raised and y'all are now starting your business here. How have you been received by the Rome business community? Is, are there, are there headaches with getting businesses started or is everything going great? Um, is, is it, is it word of mouth that you're trying to get out to let people know? Just just talk about the business aspect of getting started here. I actually think it's been fairly fairly easy. Okay. Um, I think everybody's been very welcoming. Um, er, everybody's curious, to be honest with you. Um, 
Cosader may be my last name, but it wasn't my maiden name. So no one knows me because we got married 37 years ago. I left Rome, came back. So it's been interesting to reconnect with people that I haven't seen in so long and then introduce my husband, Greg. Um, and it's, it's a lot of curiosity, but very easy. Um, people are just very curious as to what is it that, that we're up to. And, um, Rome's been very welcoming. Yeah. Very welcoming. Great little town, isn't it? Oh, it very is. And I will say that, you know, working with local officials, going to get business licenses and things like that, it's so nice to be able to walk out of our office at 501 Broad Street and walk down the street to get a license or to get a parking permit or things like that. And it's, it's, this is like, this is what we wanted when we came back to Rome. So we were living in Gwinnett County before this, and you can imagine doing business in Gwinnett County. I love Gwinnett County, but the fact <laughs> of the matter, trying to get a business license in Gwinnett County, county or any of the other licenses that we have was a complicated process you come to rome georgia you walk down the street walk into the office and say hey i'm here to pay for my business license this year and everybody's glad to see you so it's it's a very welcoming community and that's one of the decisions i mean we made a conscious decision to come back to rome georgia great i'm running into the same thing um my name is roger manus and i have cousins through here in my my dad has been here forever, but I'm reconnecting as we've launched the podcast here at uh, Rome Business Radio X here at the Rome News Tribune, the Hardy Realty Studios. Um, I'm reconnecting with people as well, um, which is interesting. I haven't had your situation with my last name changing. Right. Um, and, and sometimes I have to tell people now, because I'm a mainist, do you want to pat me on the back or shoot me in the back? Because <laughs> Well, and I, have to, I have to admit, when, when you said your last name, I went... I wonder if I know you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You might know a relative, or or uh, and and we could talk off the air. Uh, Stephanie, in your job, you cross paths with businesses all the time. Yes, uh, but you haven't been doing this too long for GNTC, right? When did you start at GNTC? Um, I started November twenty eighteen. Okay, so uh, about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Am I doing the math correctly? So uh, what has been your impression of the Georgia business community as you have been out there building relationships of the Northwest Georgia business community? As oh. you've been I've actually been working with uh, in businesses in Northwest Georgia for about four or five years. Okay, pri um, so prior to? Prior to uh, coming to this position, yeah, because uh, I was with the Georgia Department of Economic Development okay. prior to this position, which I had 15 counties I was responsible for. Okay. So going to nine has been a kind of a breather. <laughs> <laughs> um, so worked uh, solely with existing industry. So I was in Rome qu quite a bit, too, in that role, um, working with a lot of the manufacturers in Rome. Um, but. The, the manufacturers, I mean, are so impressive, the, the companies in this area, too. Always in expansion mode. Um, again, that awareness factor, they were always wanting to make sure they were taking advantage of um, low-hanging fruit, you know. And so what I appreciated about the companies um, in the area, and especially in Rome, is they always wanted to make sure they were aware of opportunity before it was too late, um, especially in regards to, um, you know, in my previous role, especially in regards into like state tax credits or incentives, because a lot of times when you've created so many jobs or you've made capital investments already, it's too late to take advantage of certain incentives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now with GNTC, I feel like the my relationship with companies in Rome and in, even in Northwest Georgia, it's more intimate because now we're talking about workforce development issues that are 
going to always be sure. a constant battle, if you will, or always going to be a need. And so um, I feel like the relationship's just going even deeper and we're staying in constant contact now. As you know, we just launched new non-credit programs, um, technical training programs based on industry need. They needed more technical skill programs. So we launched basic electrical, basic motor controls, and basic PLC um, to try to fit their time frame and to try to help upskill their existing workforce. Um, and so, again, it's about that partnership. You know, what do you need? We'll try to provide a solution. And so um, it's that communication has always been so important and in, in Business and industry in this area has always been really good about communicating back with us. Yeah, that's that's the general consensus we get. What a it's a great business working environment with each other. Contact information: How can people learn more about GNTC, or specifically if they need to reach out to you uh, to connect in in uh, your skill set to help their business grow? Mm-hmm. Um, what can what can we where can we drive people? Website, phone yes, numbers, emails, um, whatever. Yep, our website's www.gntc.edu, um, and of course we work closely too with the chambers and development authorities, um, especially here in Rome Floyd County. Uh, Missy Kendrick, who is sure. the executive director of the Rome Floyd Development Authority, I work closely with her. You can find me through her as well, um, but especially on our website, you can go there and we have our economic development webpage. And any any final thoughts from that you want to get out about GNTC? Here as we just just uh, reach out, just give us a call. We at the end of the day, we are going to find a solution, no matter what the need is. If if it's not through us, we are going to put you in touch with somebody that can. Okay, great. All right, Cosaders, um, contact information or any final thoughts that you want to make sure we get out there today. Well, contact information. Our website is www.interimhealthcare. That is i n t e r i m healthcare dot com slash Rome GA um, or 706-622-5602. We're here to help. (laughs) And I would encourage you to visit our Facebook page. If you go to our website, you can click on one of the icons for social media in our Facebook page. Um, I traditionally try three or four days a week, try to put up an article that is um, about senior care. Um, we've done a lot with coronavirus right now about not to panic, things along those lines, but great healthcare topics concerning seniors specifically. So that's a great site. Um, site's been up for about a month now. I'm kind of proud of it and looking forward to people you know, following us via social media. Fantastic. Thank you all all for being here. Thank you. Uh, Thank uh, you. Appreciate it. It's been, a, it's been an interesting show. Um, you've been listening to Rome Business Radio. Coming to you from the Hardy Realty Studios at the Rome News Tribune in downtown Rome. We'll talk to you guys next time.